Kamara. I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. Just to let you all aware that we use Anchor.fm and we're recording and producing all our, our podcasts. It has easy tools to kind of record, edit, and then also distribute your podcast. So you'll find it easily on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is all done for you. Um, it's completely free and then it also allows you the ability to make money in your podcast through sponsorship ads such as this one um to find out more or to get started please visit anchor.fm or download the app via the google app store or the apple app store this podcast contains language and themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience This episode of What the Fuck Sports is brought to you by the Sasquatch. This episode of What the Fuck Sports is entitled Like Father, Like Son. Stanley Wilson and Stanley Wilson Jr. are a father-son duo to grace the hollow turf of the National Football League, but will forever be remembered for all the wrong reasons. Rather than their performances on the field, it is the abuse of illicit substances and erratic behaviour that would ultimately define how both men are remembered in the annals of history. Stanley Tobias Wilson Sr. was born on the 31st of August 1961 in Los Angeles. He attended the University of Oklahoma and was selected by the Cincinnati Bengals with the ninth round of the 1983 NFL Draft. He played primarily at running back and fullback. However, his career was marred by a nasty cocaine habit that led to this to his suspension for the entire 1985 and 1987 season for violating the league's drug policy. However, the most famous incident occurred on the eve of Super Bowl 23 in 1989 when the Bengals were slated to face off against a Joe Montana-led San Francisco 49ers side in the Joe Robbie Stadium in Miami. The 49ers won their third Super Bowl by a narrow margin thanks to a comeback performance by Joe Montana throwing a touchdown pass with 34 seconds left on the clock to wide receiver John Taylor to seal a 20 points to 16 win in what was Bill Walsh's last game as the coach of the 49ers. The Super Bowl, however, which is Cincinnati's final appearance to date in the Super Bowl, will forever be overshadowed by the behaviour of Stanley Wilson the night before. Wilson told several teammates that he needed to get his playbook prior to the last pre-game meeting. When Wilson failed to show for the meeting, a search party was sent out. 20 minutes later, the running back coach, Jim Anderson, discovered Wilson in a bathroom in the throngs of cocaine-induced high. The Bengals had no alternative but to leave Wilson off the roster for the Super Bowl matchup. This particular relapse was Wilson's third, related, third drug-related incident, and as a result, he was banned from the league for life. Wilson's absence was listed as one of the contributing factors in Cincinnati's loss. Wilson was renowned for his ability to eke out hard yardage, particularly in drab conditions. The pitch was muddy on that night in Miami, and with gusting winds, the conditions would have suited Wilson, especially when you consider he had scored two touchdowns in his previous two games in the run to the Super Bowl, and the Bengals took the lead via field goal with just three minutes and 20 seconds left on the clock. In the years that followed, after his lapse and subsequent banishment from the league, Wilson spent his time in and out of rehabilitation. 
1999, he was convicted of stealing $130,000 from a Beverly Hills home to support his habit. He was sentenced to 22 years in Lancaster State Prison for burglary. During his trial, Wilson's lawyer contended that Wilson's recent diagnosis of bipolar disorder was largely to blame for his actions. However, he was convicted and is due for release in 2021. His son, Stanley Wilson Jr., born on November 5th, 1982, and owing to his father's life choices, was raised by his grandparents in Carson, California. He opted for the position of cornerback and attended Stanford University, where he was a star in an ever-improving college program. He became a regular starter in his sophomore year, and as a senior in 2004, he recorded career highs with 54 tackles, 41 solo, and 2.5 for a loss, in addition to one interception, returned for a 51-yard touchdown, and earned honorable mention for all-pack 10 honours. He was drafted by the Detroit Lions in the third round of the 2005 NFL Draft, the 72nd pick overall. His career in the NFL was short-lived. He played 32 games between 2005 and 2007, nine of which were starts. He recorded 86 tackles, 63 solo tackles, 8 passes deflected and 1 forced fumble. On November 28, 2007, Wilson was placed on injury reserve due to a knee injury. The Lions re-signed Wilson to a one-year deal on April 11, 2008. Wilson, however, tore his Achilles tendon during a preseason game in August against the New York Giants, and this injury proved to be season-ending and, as a result, career-ending. On June 22, 2016, Wilson was shot by an elderly homeowner in Portland after Wilson attempted to break into the man's home while in a state of undress. He was hospitalised but recovered from his injuries and was charged with attempted burglary. In November 2016, Wilson tested positive for methamphetamines following an arrest for disturbance of the peace caused by a complaint made against a naked man meandering through the side streets of a Portland suburb. Again in a state of undress in January 2017, Wilson Jr. was arrested while roaming around a Portland neighbourhood naked. The arresting officer noted he appeared to be on drugs. Sadly enough, this is not the last time Wilson was arrested. Sadly enough, this was not the last time Wilson would be arrested and bizarrely, he was never arrested while fully clothed. His fourth arrest for attempted robbery at a Mercedes-Benz dealership landed him in Washington County Jail. Wilson served 10 days and was ordered to undergo a drug treatment, pay restitution for damages, cost to homes and write apology letters. A tale of a father and son who weren't talented enough to be stars but had the talent to forge out careers in the NFL, sadly ruined by injury and a genetic predisposition to drug abuse and run-ins with the law. I've been the Sasquatch, and this has been What The Fuck Sports.